93.7 FM. I simply love Iggy. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to the Media News on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, as well as over 30 affiliates across the country. Coming up. This afternoon, as many displaced children continue to miss school in the various flood-affected communities, we'll tell you the story about the ingenuity of an SHS graduate who's standing in the gap to teach children in relief camps in Mefe. Now, also coming up, Finance Minister Ken Oferata promises to contain expenditure in the 2024 budget as he promises to improve business environment for private sector going into next year. And government receives applications from some international airlines wanting to fly directly to Kumasi International Airport. Now, let's uh, settle for details of these stories. Kinda eyes do. What kind of eyes do? What kind of ears do? A 20-year-old senior high school graduate Gertrude Inchukwe is dedicating her time at one of the flood relief camps to offer free lessons to children who have also been displaced due to the flooding situation in North Town District. Gertrude teaches the children three times a day as she believes it's her own initiative to ensure the children make the most of their time during these challenging times to help them continue their academic progress. My colleague Carlos Caloni has the rest of the story. At the St. Kizito camp in the North Tongue district of the Volta region, Gertrude, a 20-year-old graduate of Akachi Secondary Technical School, dedicates more than six hours a day to providing free lessons for these displaced children. The academic calendar has been disrupted for thousands of such children, but Gertrude is determined to ensure that they use their time at the safe heavens wisely to maintain their academic progress. Just being home without going to school due to the flood, their classrooms not open for them to go to school. So two days ago, I was just sitting under the tree. They were playing, hurting themselves. So I just decided to get a board and a few days, then teach them a little. Due to their difference in classes, I'm just doing something general for them like part of the body, they all have a general idea about it. So it's okay so far. What is the biggest challenge? Teaching kids you've never met anywhere? Hmm. I must say it's really difficult because some, I, I have to take my time and know how they are, their individual characters and things. Her selflessness has caught the attention of Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa, the member of parliament for the North Tong constituency, who described their action as highly inspiring. Remarkable, really touching, and uh, uh, it tells you the spirit of the Ghanaian, uh, very resilient. This is such a, a touching story, very inspiring, and uh, I want to commend Gertrude for, for this. Reporting from Kizito campus here, my name is Carlos Caloni for joy news. 
Now, deploy virtual learning interventions to district affected by Kusumbu Dam spillage and adopt an education in emergency plan. That's the call by the Africa Education Watch this afternoon to the government. In a statement issued today, the education think tank is calling on the Ministry of Education to support the Ghana Education Service and the Center for National Distance Learning and Open Schooling Centers to deploy um, pre-recorded learning content used during the COVID-19 school closure on media networks and energy-efficient mobile learning devices in the affected areas. My colleague James Averge joins me in studio with the full statement. Yes, uh, Bray, so uh, part of the statement says that this plan they're actually calling for is a plan that provides the necessary values, guidelines, and processes that must be followed by the education sector institutions and local government in the event of disaster that has the potential of disrupting education systems in any district in Ghana it continues by saying that in the interim we call on the education ministry to support the Ghana education service and the center for national distance learning and open schooling to deploy pre-recorded learning content used during the COVID-19 school closure on media networks and energy efficient mobile learning devices in the affected areas. It's concluded that uh, uh, we urge the district assemblies to work closely with the education directors to intensify safe shelters for students to gather and participate in the virtual learning deployment under the guidance of teachers or facilitators. All right, now for more on this, we've been joined on the telephone line by Senior Programs Officer at Africa Education Watch, Devine Pei. Grateful to you for joining us here. Now, what is the level of disruption well, across the um, eight district based on your research? Uh, we're having some challenges here so let's uh, move on to uh, some other stories um, now uh, we'll bring you that conversation later on now, finance minister Ken Oforiata has given the firm assurance that uh, government will seek to contain its expenditure in the 2024 budget the finance minister is expected to present the budget to parliament by middle of next month government has traditionally increased its expenditure every year that it presents its budget but the minister has assured that this will not be the situation in 2024. Meanwhile, the finance minister has promised that government will come up with measures to try and cushion the private sector. It's a market-oriented uh, government. There's no question in our minds about the need for the private sector to be able to thrive and for us to gain the type of productivity that we require as a nation and to create the jobs because there's a limit to what government can do in terms of absorbing jobs. Before then, too, we are going to have what we call the Mutual Prosperity Dialogue, which is really also teasing out private sector as to what they also are expecting. Even though over this period we've met with AGI, Guta, Chamber of Commerce, all of that to, to take in their views. And um, predominantly is a multiplicity of taxes that uh, they have raised as a major concern that we have to look at. And so looking at the taxes, looking at access to capital um, and the price of capital, I think will be key issues to address for the private sector. 
Finance Minister Ken Ofori Atta. Now, consumers have been urged to look out for substandard food items and reject them on the shelves to avoid health complications. This advice follows a caution from the African Development Bank over a massive aflatoxin infection in many grains on the market. Reacting to the concerns about quality of food, the Dean of the School of Agriculture at the University of Ghana, Professor Irene Ejiro, said consumers must make a conscious effort to insist on quality, especially on food items. Sometimes we leave out some of the actors, especially consumers. You see, we drive the market. So if consumers are thinking health and they are thinking quality, then they will ask for it. And that is where we call it the supply response. That is what we want to bring to the table. That it is not only one group of people called farmers that we should always be shouting at produce quality, produce quality. If you produce, you put it on the shelf and I don't buy, you ask why. The next time you put quality and I buy, that is when you continue to produce quality. So for me, as a dean of the School of Agriculture, I have been part of this project because I want to hammer the issue of quality, especially driven by consumers. Now, in the fourth industrial revolution in Ghana, advancing the study of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics will enable Ghana to steer all-round economic growth and progress. According to experts, STEM education will inculcate innovative skills in students to develop business and commercial ideas. Director of Innovation at the National Entrepreneurship Innovation Program, David Ofori, is of the view that championing STEM will create more entrepreneurs and innovators. There's more in the following report. The Director of Innovations at the NEIP was speaking at the Zone 2 contest of the National Science, Technology, Engineering and Mathematics Project Competition dubbed STEMnovation. Where we have started this now, it's perfect because now our young brothers and sisters can begin to form in their minds exactly where they are going and that can help with the agenda of job creation and not job seeking. The Zone 2 STEM innovation comprised of 37 qualifying senior high, technical and vocational education training institutions and senior high technical schools from the Bono Ahafo and the Ashanti regions. Judge and STEM educator Bernard Amoakon indicates the competition, which is in its second edition, will harness creative and innovative potentials of students to drive social economic development. So what we are looking at for is new innovations. Where in today's generation we want students, where the knowledge that they've been acquired from school, we want them to use that to create their own jobs, rather than coming out of school and looking out to government and institutions and corporate organizations for jobs. By the time some of them will come out of school, they have innovative ideas. That is workable. That will solve uh, national and global issues. The STEM Innovation Competition is an initiative of the Free SHS Secretariat. Now, finally, government says it has received applications from some international airlines wanting to fly directly from different countries to Kumasi International Airport. Deputy Minister of Transport, Alassane Tampuli, disclosed this at a program in Accra to celebrate 90 years of Air France in the world. George Weafe has the rest of the story. Addressing the guest at the event, Deputy Minister of Transport, Alhassan Tampuli, noted that government is fast-tracking work at the Kumasi Airport so it can grant all these requests coming from these international airlines. With the Kumasi International Airport Terminal Building and then other accessories, what we are left now in order for us to be able to reach 100% completion is to demolish the current terminal building and then finish up with the air traffic control tower, expand the runway a bit, and I believe Kumasi International Airport 
would also be inaugurated to international travel. The Deputy Minister of Transport also announced how government has reduced the requirements for passengers departing and arriving at the Kutuka International Airport to aid travels. All in all, we had about 13 different different steps. Now we have managed largely to reduce the number of steps from 13 to just about four steps, just so that we'll be able to increase the pleasurability of traveling in and traveling out of the country. The first- and that's how we wrap up the bulletin for you. There is more news on myjoyonline.com. My name is Samuel Kojo.